30th of February, 1939. They came to claim a man. They came for the American. He opened the door and offered his passport willingly. After all, he had been waiting years for them to come. The portrait inside, stamped and signed, was his, although the small black-and-white photograph scarcely resembled him. The tortoiseshell spectacles, thick and round, darkened the brown eyes and lent an intellectual air. The silvery streak of gray amid the black curls added a sober confidence. The high-collared shirt was unbuttoned and the cravat loosely tied around the thin neck. The passport, however, was false. It was a check one cobbled together, a boot, as such things were known in the trade, solely for this trip the last of his journeys, as things turned out, after more than a decade of traversing the globe. The name inside was an alias, too. But the secret policemen had long known this Czech mask as they had the others. They had kept careful records, cataloging it with all his other inventions. The Americans stood silently as they asked his true identity. Even now, on the cusp of middle age, he possessed the air of a young intellectual, a bon vivant at home in any café or university across the continent. He spoke fluent German and French and several other languages, not all of them well. Russian, however, he could scarcely make out. When the most senior of the three read aloud the warrant in his hands, the American could only nod. Yes, he said repeating the surname scrawled in dark cursive on the long white paper. The name written there was Oggins. Chapter One The American Professor His is an improbable but true tale. It is also an attempt to resurrect a man's life, one lived on the frontiers of the 20th century's longest war. Isaiah Oggins was one of the first Americans to spy for the Soviet Union. For more than a decade, beginning in 1928, he served in Joseph Stalin's espionage networks in Europe, Asia, and America. At each station along his odyssey, Oggins gained greater responsibility in the underground and greater respect in Moscow. At the time of his arrest in the Soviet capital during the endless winter of 1939, few Americans, if any, had served longer or climbed higher in Stalin's spy world. This is also the story of a man who did everything possible to cover his tracks. Devout and methodical, even when the chaos of the times rose high above his head, Oggins traded identities and addresses with ease. No diaries or last-minute confessions survived him. Just one notebook, a handful of telegrams and handwritten notes, and a single letter. For half a century, Oggins's life remained a mystery without an investigator. In exploring it, I discovered a man of astonishing faith and innocence, and a story of desire and dedication nearly impossible to imagine today. As I searched across three continents, the discoveries began to accrete. In time, curiosity bred a quest. After six years, the research filled a dozen large boxes, 
Interviews, State Department dispatches and memos, declassified files from the KGB and the FBI, survivors' memoirs, and even postage stamps revealed a remarkable journey. Both in every man and a singular exception, Oggins was born into the proverbial American dream. He attained success early in life, only to abandon it. Oggins sought to climb higher, daring to believe that he could remake the world. He envisioned a utopia on Earth, a realm of harmony and justice, not a world ruled as he and his comrades saw it, by the lust for profit and violence. He imagined himself an American Robin Hood among the Bolsheviks, and he risked all for the good fight. In doing so, however, he crossed a line, and in the end, fell prey to his own blind faith. Isaiah Oggins belonged to the generation of intellectuals.